welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I welcome back a junior from the Providence women's hockey team, Hunter Barnett. Welcome to the podcast, Hunter. And how are you doing today? And thank you so much for coming back on. I really appreciate it. Hi, thank you. I'm doing great today. Thank you. That's good to hear. And obviously, this season was very different compared to other seasons in the past. And we talked a little bit about this last time you were on. I guess, how did you deal with all the challenges that your team faced this year, especially before the hockey's playoffs, where you only had like 14 players on the team at the play? Yeah, that was crazy. We literally had 13 for the quarterfinals and then um, 15 players for semis and finals. But honestly, it kind of pumped us up. Like that honestly really gave us the urge to just put in any more effort than we have the whole year. Like we were so pumped up and Clearly it worked. Like we were so amped like throughout the whole playoffs. So it was really exciting and really fun to play with that. Yeah, with the short bench, how do you guys deal with I guess having longer shifts? Is there adjustment to that? And like just talk about the conditioning you had to do for those games. Mm-hmm. Well, leading up to that, we were actually um our Monday practices started getting a little more intense. So we were getting into it. Um and I think we did we were practicing with the shorter bench too anyway. So we were getting that conditioning and practice and also um, shorter shifts was definitely um, one of our key points to stay on top of for those games for sure. Now dealing with all those schedule changes that happened throughout the season, I guess, how did you mentally stay prepared for all the postponements that happened to your schedule and what was the key for maintaining flexibility for this year? Um, I don't, basically just if games got postponed, we ended up having a practice or we, Honestly, just we're look forward to the next game. I don't know. There's nothing we could really do about it. So we just, you know, looked past it and started looking forward towards next weekend. Yeah, I'm curious how your preparation was for this year because Hockey East, they announced the schedule on Tuesdays for the weekend ahead. I guess, like, what was your preparation like? How did you pre-scout with having such little time to prepare mm-hmm. for the opponent? Um, basically, I mean, we usually knew kind of – who we ha- we had an idea of who we were going to play, but then on the Tuesday when they did announce it, that's kind of where the rest of our week of practice went towards. So as soon as we heard, we were practicing with whatever we were working with. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And something else that was introduced to college hockey this year was three and three overtime. Uh, what was that like for yourself, having more space on the ice and having more chances for offensive opportunities? It was definitely so much nicer. Like I know we practiced, um, we practiced it sometimes and just within our team like it was really fun and it yeah it's crazy how much more time and space you have um our team we actually didn't go into a lot of overtimes um I think we probably went into two overtimes one was like at the very beginning of the year yeah (laughs) but um and then the last one I think was against BC um a couple months ago I guess but yeah so the three on three it's definitely it's really nice it's nice having all that ice and time and space yeah, and other players were telling me how you have to be more defensively minded in those situations mm-hmm. because if you make one little defensive mistake, it can cause an odd man rush. Is that something you noticed when you were in those? Yes, over- totally. Odd man rushes is something that is so common now in the three-on-three because it's just it becomes very back and forth. Like one little mistake can lead to another odd man rush. So, yeah, that's definitely something to look out for. Yeah, and uh, talk about the possession of the puck that you must maintain during those three-on-three overtime situations. Like, what did you work on in practice to help keep possession in those situations? Because that's kind of key, watching the three-on-three overtime. 
Yeah, puck possession is honestly honestly crucial in that because um, you don't want to force anything because then, again, like if you force things, it can lead to these odd man rushes. But one thing that we really wanted to focus on was just staying patient with it. You know, we have all this time. If we can possess the puck, then, you know, we don't need to rush anything and we can keep it on our sticks and have our own odd man rushes. So, yeah, that was one of our main focuses was patience with the puck. Now, being an upperclassman this year, how would you evaluate your leadership skills? I know you were a transfer, but did you kind of lead by example or lead vocally? Um, maybe more vocally. Um, mm-hmm. Just being a transfer is like, I know probably being a leader is not looked at. Um, but, you know, it doesn't like either way. Like, I'm always there to hype up my team, always there to um, keep people positive, even if it's not myself. Like, I always want to keep other people positive and um, just I really enjoy cheering the whole team on. And yeah, that was one thing that was really big this year for me, I think. What was the biggest adjustment you had to make as a transfer going to a new team, especially in this type of season? Um, probably, honestly, just the different leagues. Um, going from CHA to Hockey East was a really big change, I think. Um, you know, there's a lot more teams. You see a lot more um, different types of players, different types of teams. Um, so that was probably, I think, the biggest adjustment was the two different leagues. Yeah, and talk about what it was like uh, to play in hockey just a little more because I remember you telling me in the last podcast just how excited you were to play teams mm-hmm. like Northeastern and Boston College on a daily basis. Yeah, it was honestly, it was really cool. It was like every game was something that was like super exciting and it was, um, you know, the complete compete level was always so high and um, it was just each team brought something different there's like nine other teams in this league and each of them brought something different like northeastern was very good like the whole uh length of the ice like very good um defensively and offensively and then bc was like very strong offensively like all these teams like have all these different things and it was just really fun to play against um a bunch of new teams i think yeah, was there? Did you like having kind of a bigger conference? Because I know in the CHA, it's the one of the smallest conf- conferences in college hockey. So was there like an advantage of playing more teams in a conference that you noticed? Yeah, I, I liked it a lot, and even with like just the travel traveling, like it's nice uh, going to all these different places. Even though hockey East is nice because yeah, there's a lot more teams, but it's also a lot less traveling than the CHA. Even though there's less teams, but the traveling is a lot more. I think. But, um, no, yeah, like I said before, it's just it was really cool seeing all the different teams and getting to play teams that I haven't played before. And even this year, um, so I, like, get to look forward for next year because even this year we didn't even get to play Vermont and only got to play BU once, like, in playoffs with 13 players. So next year is still, like, another exciting year because I get to see more. Yeah, no, I heard Vermont is like one of the nicest uh, arenas in hockey from other players. I've never been there myself, but everything mm-hmm. I've heard is a great place to play. Yeah, it is. I've, I haven't been there this year, but I've been there like just for junior tournaments I would have. Um, they would host the junior tournaments like showcases. And yeah, they, they have a nice rink. It's like a nice old barn. I like it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you also didn't play Maine this year, at least on the road, I guess. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to that six-hour road trip up to Orono? Not so much the road trip, no, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely excited to see the rink and see what they have to offer there. 
Now, your team was ranked throughout the regular season. How did you deal with the pressure of being a top-ranked team in the country, especially since there's a lot of expectation that comes with that ranking? And in hockey, there was a lot of teams trying to knock you out of that ranking, especially Boston College, because you two teams were battling it out throughout the regular yeah. season, it felt like. Um, that was honestly – that was such a roller coaster. Like, it was crazy how, you know, we when we first got in, I think it was earlier in the season, we were, like, number 10 and then made our way up to 7, but then kind of made our way back down to 10. and it was just super like every game meant something like huge because we wanted to keep that ranking and we wanted to make the NCAAs. And then um, it was nerve wracking at the end because we technically weren't in the top 10, but you know, when we saw our names uh, uh, entering the draft for the, the NCAA tournament and we were so excited because there's just something, you know, we were, we wanted to keep up the whole year and we knew we had a good chance going or getting that bid because we knew we made the semi or sorry, the finals, even though we didn't win, we knew we had a good chance. So yeah, every game was just something that was so important because we really wanted to keep that ranking. So it was really exciting when we saw that we got the bid. Yeah, that's awesome. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about that hockey's playoff experience that you had. So you played BU in the first game. Uh, what do you remember from that game? Talk about the challenges that you faced, especially with that team, because you guys had a solid lead heading into the third period, and then BU almost completed the comeback and tied mm -hmm. the game heading into overtime. Yeah, so that was a game for me going into. It was like I didn't even know what to expect. Like we hadn't played BU all year. Like I've never – well, sorry. I actually did play BU when I was at RIT, but – different story but like I knew what they were like when I was on RIT I didn't know what it would be like playing them with Providence so it was like something really exciting to look forward to and then getting into the game it was like really comfortable you know we we were battling it out 13 players and all like we had it we were going really well and then um I think we were just really fired up honestly the game went really well in our hands and I know they got the empty net probably like I think it was like 13, 10 seconds left in the game. So we were still pretty confident, but it was really exciting. And even though it was still, we were all still nervous, but um, just means we cared a lot. So it was really exciting though. Yeah, that's good. And I guess, how do you compare this year's BU team to when you played them against RIT? Because I know there's a lot of new players on BU this year because they have mm -hmm. a good freshman class. Um, honestly, it's hard to tell just because of the teams I was playing for, I guess. Um, like when I played for RIT, BU probably seemed like a really, really outstanding team, <laughs> mm -hmm. but um, which they like they are, they are, and they were. So I would say it's kind of hard to tell the difference because of the um, side that I've been on. But I know they've always been a really strong team. So and they were strong even against us in Providence. So yeah. Did you learn anything from being in the CHA playoffs? Uh and comparing it now to hockey, so I guess, like, what's the differences you notice between the two conferences playoff-wise? Um, playoff-wise? Well, the one thing that I guess I didn't really get to experience this year is that usually the hockey's playoffs are – the quarters are actually a, a series. So yeah. this year we didn't actually get to experience that. So it was kind of the same thing, I would say, as CHA, because CHA always does the tournament style. and then this one um, in Hockey East this year was also tournament style, basically, even though it was like across a couple of days. So that was nice. Like having the bigger conference allows you to like have days between games. It's not like a tournament, like over the weekend, like CHA is. 
Um, it's also a lot more prone to upsets, I think, because in CHA with the smaller league, the two top teams get a bye, so they're automatically going to semis, even though there was that big upset with Penn State and Syracuse. But I feel like this year, or maybe not even this year, but like in hockey, just because there's more teams, um, or I guess it would be this year, um, everyone making playoffs. So there was just a lot more upsets, I feel like. Yeah, and then you played Maine in the second game of the tournament. What challenges does Maine bring as a team? Because they seem to give you guys some trouble, especially during the regular season, because that was one of the mm -hmm. tough losses you had. Yeah, so we knew going into the game against Maine that, you know, we can't take them light. Like, they did beat us earlier in the year. Um, our first game against them may have seemed like it, I think it ended 4-1. So we needed to not just focus on that. We need to focus on, like, the fact that they beat us the next game. Because Maine is honestly a really tough team to play. They work super hard. Um, they're just – they're all – they're tough in the corners. They're hard to play against. They have a, one of the best goalies. So that's also something that we had to focus on was making sure we were getting a ton of shots. Um, so, yeah, we knew going into that game, like, we couldn't take them lightly. Yeah, and talk about the defensive plan for that game because that's what really impressed me a lot about your team in that game was just how defensively sound you guys were and just the goaltending mm -hmm. by Sandra Abstrider. Just talk about yeah, that. Yeah, Sandy, yeah, brick wall, she is. <laughs> yeah, just um, talk about that whole defensive game plan. Yeah, so basically it was just – honestly, it was crazy that it was a 0-0 game. Like, it was honestly like a battle of the goalies. It felt like, like our Sandy played so well and, you know, so did their goalie. Um, but once, you know – once it kind of gets into that second and third period and then there's still no goals, like you really want to make sure, you know, you're not letting them get any goals. And, but at the same time, like we were trying, we had a great game offensively as well. I think like, I know we had a ton of chances that game. So um, defensively and offensively, offensively, sorry, we were really buzzing, I think. <laughs> Definitely. And then obviously let's talk about that overtime because you got the game winning goal. I guess what emotions were going through your head when you scored that goal, especially and talk about the pass that you received. Cause that was a very impressive pass. Yeah. That was honestly awesome. It was so cool because like um, one of the girls in the locker room going into overtime was like, let's send it, you know, five minutes in, let's get out of here. Let's win and whatever. So um, that was super exciting, especially like for me and G like going a year with, um not a lot of points you know like getting probably one of the biggest points of the year like it was so awesome it was super fun to have that with have that moment with G2 um so I don't even I can't even explain the emotions that were going I was going through it was just we were both so happy and it was just such a great moment that probably remember forever definitely what was your phone like after that game because oh buzzing just like <laughs> Hunter Barnett was all through my feed through college hockey talk. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> now, what was your mindset, I guess, heading into the Hockey East Championship game against Northeastern? They only lost one game during the regular season. They have one, mm -hmm. another great goalie in Aaron Frankel who just won the Patty Kaz and Meyer Award. Yeah. I guess, like, what was your mindset going into that game and what were you expecting from that team? Honestly, it was, like, so not the way we wanted like we were so pumped for that game we really were we honestly thought we could have um come out with that win but they just got they really got some lucky first two bounces and that uh kind of sucked but you know we kept our head up the whole game like a lot of us like our whole team we played honestly till the last buzzer 
um, even though despite the goal difference, but um, going into the game, like we were super pumped. We, we know we can play with them. Uh, we have before. So that was just something we were keeping in mind is that, you know, we know we can play with them. So we just got to get the first one, get the second one. Um, but so we, we tried our best. We know, we know we did. Um, it just didn't end up going our way. Yeah. And playing on the road in that championship game, I guess, was a little bit different than the other two playoff games just because you were on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been, um, the drive there isn't too long and, you know, we get there with enough time to, you know, get our legs going anyways, get our legs, um, back running and all that. So, um, I mean, it could have been, I, I don't really know, <laughs> but, um, probably having a home game anyways, it probably would have made a difference. Now, I guess like before you guys were announced going in the tournament this year, uh, what were your expectations for the selection show? Like, what do you think, did you think you were going to get in? Like, what was like, yeah, I, I think we, we knew we had a good chance and we really did think that we were um, going to get it because just the fact that, I mean, I don't really know how they decided all, but I think just knowing that we were top of the league or like hockey East for like most of the season, have been ranked for most of the season, made it to finals, all that. Like we figured, you know, we should make this tournament. Um, and watching that tournament was a um, roller coaster because we saw that BC made it and that kind of, that kind of made our hearts sink a little. We were like, wow, that's really upsetting. Uh, we thought we should make it over BC and all that. So we were like a little down for like a minute. And then we saw our name and just started screaming our heads off. Like it was honestly, it was so crazy, um, crazy experience. Like seeing that I, the excitement level was like through the roof. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I guess like talk about the seniors reaction because now they got one more chance or one more opportunity to win a championship when you didn't mm-hmm. expect that before when you're in the hockey's final, because when you're in that final, even though you know you have a good chance making the tournament, it could still be your last game. Yeah, I know. It was, yeah, that final game of hockey was really upsetting, like for the seniors for sure, because um, at that point we didn't know. We didn't know what was going to happen. So I know I live with uh, three seniors in my room, so they were all super pumped. It was really nice to see. Now talk about the atmosphere at the tournament games in Erie and what was it like being a player in that atmosphere? Because it was a little bit different than other tournaments because there wasn't like the red carpet treatment. There was only 25% of fans were allowed in the building. So I guess like what was the atmosphere like? Because it was a little bit different than previous tournaments from what I've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I don't know because <laughs> we've, I guess it was all our first times being there. Um, so we, despite even, you know, the, uh, less amount of fans and the no ceremonies, the one game series, like tournament style. Like we were honestly just super excited to be there. It didn't matter the circumstances for us, I don't think. Now, what was Erie like? Like, did you get to do anything there? It seems like a lot of people went to that lake, but that was about it from what I've watched. Yeah, we were, um, our hotel was like right on the lake. So we just kind of walked around our hotel. (laughs) That's the most exciting it got, I think. Well, at least it's something. It's better than not doing anything, especially since going. I know you t- your team went through some quarantines, and it's probably a little more exciting than just being in a hotel room. Yes, for sure. 
Now, you lost to Wisconsin in that tournament game. Uh, what did you take away from the overall experience of being in the national tournament and playing against Wisconsin? Because obviously they ended up winning the whole thing at the end of the day. Yeah, that was, um, you know, Wisconsin is, we knew going into that game, like it was going to, it was going to be a really tough game. We knew we had to, you know, put our hearts out on the line there. Like it was something we were expecting. Um but it's something we also knew, like, we weren't going to just let them walk around um, and show them, like, we we wanted to show them, like, what we, why we're here, basically. And, you know, in that second period, I think we did. We really, it was close for a while, I think. I think they got their second goal, like, the end, close to the end of the second, halfway through the second, I don't know. But, um, I mean, Wisconsin's a great team, so we just know next year we got to go in even harder. Yeah, definitely. And I guess thinking about this past year, what was the biggest improvement you've made to your game? Myself? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably, you know, just keeping my confidence up. You know, coming into this year was um, a little nerve-wracking, you know, coming into a higher-ranked team, better team. Um, trying to keep my confidence up was something that, you know, I really needed to do. And I was able to do I I think throughout the year I was able to be a lot more comfortable with the puck and have it on my stick and make good passes and all that so um, I think my game really elevated just in that sense like having the puck on my stick so yeah now what are your plans for the off season? I guess like are you going to take a little bit of a break and then start training again honestly I've not really been taking a break <laughs> I have been we have our spring training starting next Wednesday once we get back from Easter break and, you know, I've been in the weight room already, like just this past week, um, a few times last week as well. Um, but yeah, once that starts, I'm honestly, you probably don't hear it a lot, but I'm kind of excited to get back in and start doing our conditioning and all that. And then once summer comes, I'll hopefully be skating as much as I can. Hopefully things are a little um, better with COVID, with ice and stuff. Um, I have a home gym, so that'll be nice. I'll be in the basement all the time. So, yeah, I'm excited for the offseason, honestly. That's great. And I guess what are you planning on to work on uh, throughout the offseason? Is there any part of your game that you're trying to improve on the most from, uh, I guess, reflecting from this past year? Honestly, anything. Like, always can get better with everything. Skating, shooting, any type of skills. Um, but skating and shooting, probably number one. Like, that's really what I want to work on. Now, how how's school been going for you? I know it's, some of it's online, I guess. Like, how has that been an adjustment for yourself? Because I know for myself, it's been a bit of adjustment. <laughs> yeah, school online's not terrible, I won't say. <laughs> it's not bad. It's kind of, it's been really lenient because some classes are just asynchronous. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of nice. It kind of feels like I only have three classes right now. Um, and especially this semester, I have a super light semester this year or this spring. So that's really nice. And yeah, school's honestly not been bad. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with you on the asynchronous class. Those things are awesome just because yeah. I do it on my own time and it makes a lot, it makes life a lot easier for scheduling purposes. I guess the only adjustment I think, the only thing I don't like about Zoom learning is the breakout rooms. But the oh, I hate breakout sometimes, rooms. Uh, just because like it's super awkward because no one talks and like it's hard to get work done. I'm assuming you've had yeah. that experience. Yes, totally. <laughs> I agree with you on that. So uh, we're now in the non-hockey segment of the podcast where I ask you some non-hockey questions. Uh, 
my first question to you is if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Oh, we'll go with a hockey player, probably Austin Matthews, huge fan. Um, Love the Toronto Maple Leafs too. And, you know, he's just been playing outstanding this year. So I think that'd be really fun. I'd love to have lunch with him just because he would teach me how to dress, which is something. (laughs) Yeah, that too. Uh, What's your thoughts on the Leafs this year? I guess I haven't really been paying attention to them because they're not in the Bruins division this year, which has been Mm -hmm. a bit odd, but I know they're playing well, it seems like from watching it from an outside perspective. Yeah. I think the Leafs are doing, they're doing really well. I know they just lost an OT to um, Edmonton, which is always so fun to watch, like watching Matthews and McDavid kind of go at it (laughs) with their skills. But um, yeah, I know it's so awesome to see Toronto doing super well. And I love that, like, I love that there's like a North division, the Canadian division. So yeah, I think it's really cool to watch this year and pay attention to. Yeah, no, it's, I, I, that's the one thing. I, it's enjoy, It's cool to see all the Canadian teams play in the same division. The things is it kind of sucks as an American, though, is you can't see them come down here and play us, mm-hmm. which I think makes the game more fun because, as I guess as an NHL fan, it's cool to see Austin Matthews like three or four times a year, and now yeah. we don't get that experience, which is kind of tough. But at least for at least the Bruins, we have Crosby and Ovechkin in our mm-hmm. division, so that's like the best part, I guess. Yeah, I'm a huge Crosby and Pittsburgh fan too. <laughs> yeah, no, great player. Now, I guess, what's the most interesting thing you've seen or read this week? Well, hmm. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Seen or read. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess the thing I can think of is, since it is a bit college hockey related, was the five overtime game uh, <gasps> tournament this weekend. That was super yes. fun. That yeah. was crazy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I felt. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Like, I don't know. Like how you could do deal with that like exhaustion because your regs are probably cramping, especially if you're. I know. So I think I don't know like how those players dealt with it because they seem like in pretty decent condition even in the, like the third overtime. Yeah, I know. That's honestly so crazy, and the fact that it was past midnight like that's such a long game. Yeah, definitely. I thought that fans added a nice aspect to it, too, because it, it's something that I've, I haven't really been able to see that much watching hockey this year. So it's kind of nice to get yeah. some fans back and get to hear the energy and excitement in the building. Yeah, that's super cool. Now, what is something you wished more people knew about yourself besides being a good hockey player? Um, oh, my gosh, these questions are hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, knew about myself. Uh, maybe that I also just love to play any other sport. Like, I just love sports in general. Like, I love playing soccer. I love football. I love um, tennis, volleyball. Like, I just – I don't know. Like, it, you could ask me to play any other sport and I would be down. Like, I love playing any type of sport that's, like, active and, you know, just for fun to play. Like, I'll always be down to do that. Nice. Like, what's your favorite – did you play any sports, like, in high school, like, besides hockey? Yeah. So, I played um, lacrosse my first year. Or like rep, I played rep lacrosse summer going into grade nine, I guess, and then just played at high school. But that was a sport like, like I love lacrosse, but that was just a sport that for me, like I could not do because there's just way too many whistles, way too many fouls. Yeah. So, but if I could, like, I would love to play lacrosse like any day. It's so fun. Yeah, I know. It's I've never really played, but it's just watching it. It seems like it's tough to get the pass and then like <laughs> goal just because the nets are a lot smaller than in hockey, which is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. 
now back on back to hockey questions now i guess like what are your what are your thoughts on the podcast since we've last had you on i think it's really interesting i think it's cool you know to have like me and other people return and kind of have like a preseason and postseason podcast i think that's really interesting um i know my friend izzy just went on it the other day too um it's cool just to see like all these um different people and have them speak their thoughts about the year and stuff i think it's really cool yeah that's awesome and i guess like is there any guests that we should have on in the future that you might know from rit or providence hmm i'm trying to think i definitely think our goalie sandy <laughs> um i think she would be great just because you know she had such an outstanding year and um i think it'd be it'd be a pretty cool podcast to have her on it awesome i definitely have to reach out to her then i guess like what are some things you took away from the interview when we last had you on um just that you know i kind of just kept it in mind just to think of like you know keep my answers in mind, see how the season goes, all that. Um, I was really nervous for sure because um, I've never done a podcast before at that point. So it made this one a lot easier, kind of knew what to expect. Um, but yeah. And I guess like well, re- re- watching it um, a few days ago, it was kind of cool to see like how your thoughts on like before the season, before it actually happened. Like it's just kind of cool to like reflect on that, especially it feels like so long ago. It was only like a few months ago which is crazy. I think. know. But I just like to see your thoughts on it because like, yeah, I know I'm super excited to play in hockey East and just like your, how you used your experience from RIT for trying to prepare for hockey. East. I think that was the coolest aspect of listening to that podcast last time. Mm-hmm, for sure. I know it's probably been such a huge difference now. <laughs> Definitely. Well, is there anything you'd like to talk about? The floor is all yours. I know we normally do shout outs, but since you already did shout outs your last time, I guess if there's anything you want to talk about, go ahead. Um, no, I don't think so. I think it's all been spoken. Um, I was just really excited to be back on and I think it's awesome that you're doing this. Thank you. No problem. Well, thank you once again, Hunter, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I admire you a lot as a player, but you're also an even better person off the ice. So I just want to let you know that take care, stay safe and good luck this off season. I'm excited to watch you guys play in person, hopefully next year. Yes, hopefully. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it, and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts, and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye. One step forward and another back I will never try to fool ya I'm one heartbeat away from going mad Girl, when you're looking like that Closer, closer I'ma get closer to you Yeah, got me, baby Got me hooked on you once again Chance. Loving you is all I wanted 
I'm wide open for a love affair Girl, when you look like that Close eyes